Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, that is it. No more playing around, so get off your swing. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins have taken their feud and they are absolutely killing it. Seriously, the twists and turns we took this week. Roman Reigns was showing us that he can be vulnerable. Seth Rollins was just the most wonderfully obnoxious person ever. We're doing it. We're giving it the round of applause, even though that don't mean nothing. Hello, yes, my name is Simon Miller, a man that gets way too pumped to professional wrestling, but you can't get to me because I've got bulletproof armor whatever that means. And I always have the finger of power. We had SmackDown, which is the last show before the Raw Rumble, which is happening later on, which still seems weird because it's always on a Sunday. Now it's on a Saturday. Let us up those doubts. WWE's way of building the Rumble this year is now officially official because you either throw someone over the top rope and go, <laughs> I just throw them over the top rope, or you come to the ring, you get a microphone, and you say, I shall win us the Raw Rumble. So welcome to the start of SmackDown when Charlotte Flair did make her way to the ring, got one of these microphones and said, I shall win the Raw Rumble, but also said there are three things she has to worry about. Surprises, returns, and betrayals What? Because for years we have been told that if you enter this matchup, it's every person for themselves. So you can't be portrayed. And in fact, if you were, I suppose it would be someone grabbing you and throwing you into the ring. Actually, no, that's not correct at all. That's just the opposite. You do take my point, though. No, we don't. Oh, flub off. You could just tell what was going to happen. Although, man, I was not prepared for this because all of a sudden Shayna Baszler interrupted and she told Flair, I'm going to snap you like a twig which is a weird thing to say when you think about it, and then she was interrupted by Leah. Yep. Charlotte acted like she had no idea who this was, which is a great way to try and get new stars over. And because Aaliyah was wearing an Aaliyah 317 shirt, which at the time she beat Natalia in, <laughs> out interrupted Natalia. So all we have proved in 2022 is that wrestlers are really rude. This then descended into chaos as Shotzi also interrupted. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. Where the flub have you been? And then, of course, we had the best interrupt We saved it for last because it was the return of Sasha Banks. And given that she wasn't a surprise in the Royal Rumble, probably means she ain't winning. She did declare herself for the match, though, and obviously Charlotte was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this has happened. Everybody started to fight. They started to throw everybody else over the
over the top rope. And of course, it ended with Sasha Banks standing tall. So this was fine, but more importantly, bring it down. That is five, like Booker T. Five interruptions. It goes up to 29 in WWE and 42 in all of professional wrestling. And let's face it, we're probably going to get to March and just retire it because it's going to be out of control. And again, for those crazy people on the internet, I like interruptions. I like wrestling tropes. They make you laugh. Anyway, all this, okay, up. Sheamus and Ridge Holland were then cutting a promo and they told us they were definitely going to beat Cesaro and Ricochet. And I've never agreed with anybody more in my entire life. I was like, yeah, you probably will. Those dudes never win. We then had this match and those dudes didn't win. It does mean Holland is back properly and ready to stalk Sheamus again. And look, this was actually a really fun tag team match. They got a good solid 10 minutes of time. And more importantly, we took the spotlight. That's not a spotlight at all. That's a telescope. But we took that and we shone it onto Ridge Holland. And look, I would rather that we were pushing Cesaro. And I would rather that we were pushing Ricochet at the same time. But if your goal right now is to turn Ridge into a major player, this is how you do it. Holland has to wear a mask now, which is actually kind of freaky deaky. Because of course, last year, whenever it was, Sheamus too had to wear a mask. But this does tie into the weird relationship that they do have. But seriously, this thing would not stay on Ridge Holland's face. It was like it was an alien mask and it was being summoned back to its home planet. I don't know what the hell that means. Ricochet did this awesome dive at one point, as he always does, but nobody caught him. So he just crashed and burned. And then there was this really good bit when Sheamus tagged in and Cesaro tagged in at the same time. And they just ran at each other and it ended with Cesaro doing that springboard uppercut and the crossbody. The Swiss Superman is so good. It actually looked like he may win too when he reversed the backbreaker into the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roller. But come on now, it's Cesaro on a WWE show we don't let him win i mean what would that do to the space-time continuum instead ridge got back in there headbutted cesaro right in the head wearing the mask which for some reason is not a disqualification hit his slam thingamajig that he does do maybe i don't know and he got the one two three but once again all this was fine i enjoyed it the commentators kept going raw rumble raw rumble to remind you that it is happening on saturday We then did get our yearly Raw Rumble numbers video, so finally we can all sleep at night again. Before it was time for Sonya Deville versus Naomi, and amazingly, (laughs) we actually got a finish. So do not forget that this has been built for ages. It's Sonya Deville's first match for who knows how long, and everybody wanted Naomi to win. So WWE took all these elements, they put it in a package, and they gave it to you for your birthday because this really couldn't have gone any better. I mean, Naomi is definitely going to get screwed in the Rumble now, but I'll take whatever I can get. And before this, Sonya was talking to a referee in the back going, listen to me, referee, you work for me, so when we do get in that ring, I want you to cheat. The ref went, nah, I don't want to do that. And he walked off. It did kind of tie into the match because any time DeVille did have any kind of advantage, she was shouting at the official, do something, do a fast count, please, I'm begging you. And of course, Naomi used this to hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, but it didn't work. After that, I assumed, oh, of course, Naomi's going to lose because she always lose, but egg on my face because she hit the rear view, she hit the split-legged moonsault, and she pinned Sonya DeVille. The referee did his job. I was like, I can't believe it, I'm giving it up. Naomi did try to celebrate this afterwards, but Sonya wrecked her dream straight away because she said, well, you know what? I'm going to announce a surprise entrant into the Royal Rumble. And of course, it's me, Sonya Deville. That's like, Sonya, you need to get a dictionary and look up what surprise means because this ain't how you do it. I mean, imagine that anywhere else. Morning, Jim. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks so much, man. I'm really looking forward to my day. Well, you should be because later... 
we're gonna have a surprise party. You flipping moron, you just ruined it. <laughs> I don't care. So that was all dumb, but honestly, when you take this whole segment, it was exactly the right thing to do. We then had a death threat. Yep. I mean, straight up murder. Because it started with the Usos telling us that Roman Reigns is going to beat Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble, even though they're not allowed at ringside, when the Viking Raiders approach them, because of course they're now the number one contenders for the tag team titles. Jimmy and Jay then told them they smelt bad. I'm not joking, that was their big insult. So Eric and Ivar pulled out a pair of axes and basically threatened them. And what were they going to do if the Usos didn't back off? Just chop them up into little pieces? Honestly, these two really, really crazy. It's then time for Inzane, and while this wasn't the greatest thing you'll ever see in your life, Sami Zayn is just the best. Because he has already taken his stunt show and turned it into a live podcast because he doesn't want to get hurt anymore. And his first guests were Jinder Mahal and Shanky. I mean, why the hell not? I mean, it did come down to the fact that Jinder and Shanks are going to be taking on Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. And of course, as Sammy reminded us, he is the number one contender for the Intercontinental title. And seriously, that match needed to happen yesterday. Sammy kept interrupting Jinder, although not in that way, so it doesn't count. And the big joke here is that nobody in India knows what Jackass is before the Indians told them, no, that's not true. We really like Jackass. So admittedly, this was kind of a lame tie-in. Who cares? Before they were able to finish, though, Boogs and Nakamura <laughs> did interrupt. So that is 30 in WWE. It's 43 overall. Maybe, I don't know. I've completely lost count. And poor Phil, who edited the things, he had to try and keep up as well. We've all made a terrible mistake. This match was fine as well. I mean, much like Ridge Holland in 2022, Rick Boogs is one of our projects. So he got the win here. He hit his big move. He got the one, two, three. That's like, you can't get mad at this. Like, you're not going to write home going, dear mum, dear dad, I saw the greatest match ever. But for something on a Saturday morning or Friday night, wherever the hell you're watching it, it was perfectly okay. It can have an up. Biggie was then backstage with Kofi Kingston. And I am massively confused because some people now on that their internet are saying Biggie has officially gone back to SmackDown, but I haven't seen this super duper confirmed by WWE. So I have absolutely no flubbing idea what's going on. They did, however, say that if one member of the New Day wins the Royal Rumble, they all win the Royal Rumble. And seriously, I love this togetherness when it comes to the New Day. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum tum. This then translated into a proper match. So if Biggie is still on Raw, what the flub is going on with the brand split? But this was like all of my favorite guys in one contest. Because you had Biggie, you had Kofi Kingston, you had Happy Corbin, you had had Mad Cat Moss. They just went out there. They had a fun match. Once again, I ain't going to get mad at that. I've got real problems. I mean, look at my hair. Up. And I do think that Happy and Moss could probably start winning a few matches because they lose all the time. Although there was this one great bit when Kofi Kingston went to do that fall off of the top rope and they just grabbed him and chucked him into Rita the ring post. I was like, Kof, that did not go well at all. It did mean that Big E was able to get the hot tag and he ran wild and secretly deep down in my loins. I was like, please let him win the Royal Rumble because it would be so good. Good. And this just built to a nice finish. The New Day did hit the midnight hour onto Mad Cat Moss. They got the one, two, three. They celebrated. I'm sure we'll do something in the Rumble to continue on this feud. It was all right. 
It was fine. It was okay. I had fun. It also meant that we were going to finish off this week's episode of SmackDown with a Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins confrontation because they are the big cats here or big dogs, I suppose. Seriously, this was really good. We pushed the fact that Roman has now been champion longer than a bunch of people. And in fact, the only names really have gone longer than him are the likes of Bruno Sammartino and Hulk Hogan. And the first thing Seth and Reigns tried to do was justify last week. Because Rollins was all, see, I'm in your head. I made you cause the DQ. Whereas Roman was like, no, I didn't want to see my bloodline get pinned again. My family has been shamed enough. Where the hell is my table? Rollins had more though, and in the most asshole way, honestly, it was so damn good. He was like, well, let's go through all the times we have gone at it. I beat you here, I beat you there. And let's not forget that when we were on the shield, I took a chair and I slammed you right in the back. And this is when Roman Reigns just broke as an individual. He wasn't able to talk because he still can't believe that Seth Rollins did this. And he said as much, I will never forgive you, I hate you. And of course, Seth responded by going, <laughs> Honestly, you just wanted to punch him right in the face. So this was all sold like you had gone home and found your best friend having sex with your partner. You're not going to be able to get over that. And when Roman Reigns went to hit the Superman punch, Seth Rollins turned into some kind of like flubber-like material. I mean, he got out of the way and it looked so damn smooth. And once again, he was cackling away. Seriously, this was absolute fire. Rollins also had this great line where he was like, well, you keep calling me the clown, but you're the joke. And I don't actually know what's going to happen at the pay nah, premium live event anymore. I mean, if you want to have Roman keep the championship, that would be fine. But I think it's far more interesting if Seth does chop him down again, as we did at the start. This gets a round of applause. I'm pretty sure if you weren't pumped for this, this would have absolutely have reeled you in. It is easily getting it up. Which brought us to the end of SmackDown. And seriously, between Raw and what we did here, I think WWE has done a damn good job in selling the Raw Rumble. And it makes me go, like if we go back to November, why couldn't you have told these kind of stories then? Why do we always need to get to WrestleMania season before you pull the trigger? However, that's old Simon's problems. I'm present Simon and he's having a great time. And obviously, look at the numbers, this show getting it up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown and also who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? Like the video, share the video and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com. We'll keep you up to date with all the wrestling news. Watch another video, including Rampage Ups and Downs, which will be live later. And come follow us on social media so we can say hello. My name is Simon What Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. And yes, I will be back tomorrow with the finger of power to up those downs when it comes to the Royal Rumble. And I've changed my mind again. Ronda Rousey will win the Women's Rumble. And maybe Big E will actually win the Men's Royal Rumble. I mean, I was Big E, then I was Seth Rollins, then I was Roman Reigns. I basically have no idea, but that's half the fun. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.